Hello, hi, welcome to Happy Food, where it's not just about the food, it's about the soul. I'm your host, Lizzie. You can find me on Instagram at NotSoLazyLizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I-E. Again, NotSoLazyLizzie, L-I-Z-Z. Instagram is the only social media platform you can find me on at this moment. Hello, happy Tuesday. It is Tuesday again. I feel like it was just Tuesday. Don't you dare start barking. My little dogs are on one today. The squirrels are taunting them endlessly in our backyard. They run around, run around, around our deck and the dogs start barking. So I let them out and then the squirrels run up in the trees and they chatter at the dogs. And it is an endless game that these two dogs just, they can't figure out the squirrels are messing with them. So I hope that they don't bark they might and I may just have to leave it in so hopefully it doesn't sound too bad but yes it's Tuesday already I feel like we just had Tuesday last Tuesday and this past week went by so quick for my family Um, we had some big transitions this last week some big things happening some good things some not scary but just different things going on and we're adjusting to all of that And we had just got done with a three-day weekend, which was lovely. It was so nice to have my wife home all weekend. And we just had some really good, clean, fun family time. We actually, and you can totally skip ahead through this part. I'm not going to timestamp it. Um, But before we jump into this topic, we actually, we, every so often, we really like to do like on a Sunday afternoon, like a family movie day, not day, but a family movie time where we blow up our air mattress and we, you know, bring all the kids into like our main big living room and they, we make popcorn and we all sit down and we get blankets and coziness and we rent a movie, like a newer movie and the toddlers will stay in the room as long as they last and then they can go off and play when they're, when they're done and the older kids seem to really enjoy it. We watched Abominable. It's a newer movie. It's not super new, obviously, if if I can rent it. I don't think it's in theaters, but it was so heartwarming. It was so sweet. It's about this lost, um, oh geez, what are those things called? They're uh, abominable. A yeti, a yeti, (laughs) a yeti gets lost. Um, and basically like this group of kids, this girl has to help him get back home to his family. And it's so sweet. And you know, it's so, it's such a good, sweet movie about how we're never alone and reaching out and depending on the people around us when it's safe to do so. And that was just really, really sweet. So moving on, we're going to jump in today's topic. Today's topic is about negative thoughts or not necessarily negative self-talk. Um, but I kind of want to talk about this thing that I experience and I know, um, pretty much everyone around me experiences in some way, shape, or form. Um, But these kind of negative thoughts that kind of intrude in our mind, I I call them, you know, I'm having some really intrusive thoughts today. Um, That's that's how I refer to them. They're these thoughts that um, they just kind of pop in. You weren't thinking about it. You weren't concerned about it. And this thought popped in and it happens... um, not so much now for me, but especially when I was really knee deep in diet culture and really stressed about my body and stressed about my weight. This is something that would just happen all of the time. 
I mean, I would lay down. I'd had a, I would have a great day. I would lay down in my bed at night to go to sleep. I would close my eyes and I'd be so relaxed. And then boom, all I could think about is, wow, I can't believe you ate that today. Oh my gosh, you ate so much. Oh my gosh, you weigh so much. You're not losing weight. And I can't sleep because I'm, I feel like such a failure because of my body. Those are intrusive thoughts that I used to experience. I mean, almost nightly. And I, they would just be so painful. I, I could not get past them for so long. Those really don't happen to me very often now. I will say, um, and maybe people with periods can, other people that have periods can relate when it's right around time for me to start my period. And I, I, you know, this is TMI, whatever, of a regular period. Um, generally it's monthly, but right before it starts, I really, really struggle with these physical intrusive thoughts about my body and about, and I'm sure that's to do with, I'm feeling more bloated. I'm feeling sluggish, you know, all those different hormonal changes that happen throughout, um, our cycles is, you know, people with periods, as you know, and it's, I forget that every month these happen. And I'm like, why can't I get rid of these thoughts? They are so painful for me to experience because they feel uncontrollable. It feels like an outside thought is coming in and it's living in my brain. And I feel so uncomfortable with that feeling. And this can happen with anything. I mean, these negative thoughts, we are talking to ourselves and and, and sure, I will throw negative self-talk under this umbrella because we're talking to ourselves all day long. And, you know, as we grow up, the things our parents say to us, that becomes our inner voice. And then as we get older, we have, I don't know if it's like we are then in charge of our inner voice. Um, just like the world around us, we absorb that and we create our inner voice. And, uh, I've noticed my inner voice has absolutely no grace for myself. Um, I would never speak to other people the way that I speak to myself sometimes or the, or these thoughts that come into my mind that are telling me, wow, you are so worthless because you weigh X, Y, Z, you know, because you weigh this amount, you're now worthless. You don't work hard. I mean, intense, intrusive thoughts. Um, and that is just such a bummer. And I experienced this and I think at a certain point along this intuitive eating journey, I have learned I really have to learn how to take charge of that experience. And I have to learn how to take charge of my inner voice. And I think that's why originally I kind of separated those thoughts of like negative thoughts that just come in uninvited and the voice, your inner voice that does your kind of self-talk that you're kind of like, okay, um, here we go today. This is my plan for the day. I'm feeling good about myself. I'm feeling motivated. And, and sometimes I have to fake it. I have to like this morning. Oh my gosh. I, uh, felt horrible. I, my stomach was really hurting. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to come back from this wonderful three day weekend I'd had, but I'd tell myself, okay, like we have to get in gear because I have stuff I have to get done today. And so I said, okay, I'm feeling good. We're going to go. I took the kids to a a little walking trail and we're going to go on a walk and we're going to do it. Um, And that really set me up for success for the day. And I I, I really did have to fake that. I don't remember what I was talking about before that side story. That's unfortunate because I had a good thought. Okay, yes, I got it. So, oh my gosh, I'm like such a tangent person. I just cannot help it. I cannot stay on track. I'm working on it. We'll get there someday. 
So these, this inner voice that you have, you, I feel like you have to kind of train it. You have to practice speaking nicely to yourself. And I think that it's important to speak nicely to yourself. I think that we have, I don't know if it's just me or if uh, a lot of other people can identify with this. I have a feeling other people can, but I feel like I was somehow brought up or trained or just so happened to be okay with this really negative self, like inner, inner voice. Sorry. Now I just heard my toddler stomping upstairs and they're supposed to be laying down for their nap. And this is just how it goes every single day. Yes. Our inner voice is something that it is like, if you give it an inch, it's going to take a mile every time. It's going to get away from you because there are so many negative influences in the world. And I think we're also to some degree taught if you feel really good about yourself, if you talk highly of yourself to yourself, um, that you're some, you're boastful or you're cocky or you're arrogant or you're all these other words. And there's no room for just like genuine kindness for yourself. Um, and I think we need that. I think we need more of being nice to ourselves. And I really have tried to institute as best as I can uh, kind of a rule for myself that if I would not say it to another person, I'm going to try really hard not to say it to myself. And the, if I catch myself doing it, I'm going to acknowledge it. I'm going to say, hey, whoa, okay, that was really not gracious to myself. And, may, and maybe, you know, I always go to a food example because that's primarily what this is. And I think that can be really helpful because that's such a big area that shame can exist. And like, oh, wow, I ate, you know, I, I ate a little bit too much and now I feel really overfull and I shouldn't have done that. I know better because, you know, I talk about intuitive eating all the time. I talk about stopping when you're full and eating when you're hungry, but yet I just ate, you know, twice as much as I, as I needed to eat. And it was so good that I didn't listen to my body and how dare I, and I'm, I'm all these negative things and to be like, whoa, hold on, Lizzie. Like that is not giving yourself grace. That's not nice. What, what does it matter? It's okay. Okay. You ate too much. You feel uncomfortable. Move on, stand up, go for a little walk, stretch it out. And you'll be full for a little bit longer than you would have been. Had you stopped eating? Cause that's what I would tell my wife, if she was, you know, outwardly talking negatively about herself, that's what I would tell my friend. That's what I'd tell my kids. Like, I would not be like, yeah, you're right. You are a failure. How dare you? You're a hypocrite. Like, I would never say those things to other people. So if I turn around and say them to myself, like, I'm just feeding this shame monster. And I don't need my inner inner self-talk to be a shame monster. I really don't. That's not something I need. It's not something you need. So I think that's a really really good goal or at least something to be conscious of to at least I think for me it just kind of started as just paying attention to my inner voice to realize wow this is not something that is just completely out of my control sure I have thoughts that come in my head that I don't control and I have to allow them to come in say their piece and then nicely let them go as best as I can and sometimes it's not that pretty and it doesn't go that way and we struggle but this inner voice that we have, the things that we tell ourselves daily over and over again, you do have some control over that. You do have some autonomy over that and you can retrain that part of you. And, and that's not me saying like you have to, but I'm saying I think it's possible for a lot of people and I think it's worth trying because 
life is better and it's easier when you're just a little bit nicer to yourself. It just is. And I think it's okay to have goals and I think it's okay to acknowledge when you don't like the behavior that you're exhibiting, but I don't think that it requires shaming and tearing yourself down over and over again to the point where that's impacting your self-esteem. I think there's a way to be like, I really don't like that I keep doing this thing. I don't. I don't like it. Maybe it's, I don't like that I never hang my towel up after a shower. I know that sounds silly, but maybe. I don't like that I leave my clothes on the floor. I don't like that I don't clean up the trash out of my car when I get out of the car. You know, but it doesn't make you a worthless person. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you like somehow deserving of these really awful things that we might say to ourselves. I think it's deserving of I'm going to make a conscious effort to do better about that. And I'm going to make an effort not to act that way. So to combat that is every day I'm going to think about it. Okay. I am getting out of the shower. I have my towel. I'm going to dry off and I'm going to hang it up before I do anything else every day. And you keep that in the forefront of your mind. You make it a priority to hang up your towel, right? You make a priority to put your clothes in the laundry basket or whatever it is. Or for me, a big one for me is keeping my car cleaner than it has been in the past, which like I'm thinking about it right now. There's a lot of trash buildup in my car right now because I've been a little busy and I haven't been cleaning it, cleaning it up after every time I get out of the car. And I'm disappointed in that because I was doing really good for a couple weeks of every single time I got out of the car, I would take the trash out. Don't you dare start barking over there. I see you. Come here. Come here. Sorry. But I got away from it. I got busy. I said, okay, I'll grab it next time. Okay, I'll grab it next time. Now it's been about, you know, three trips in the car that I have not thrown away any trash from myself or the kids. And... How do I, that doesn't mean I need to be like, wow, Lizzie, you've really dropped the ball. You are a failure. How could you? You're worth, you know, you're, I always go to like, you're worthless. Cause I feel like that's a really, you know, mean thing to say to yourself or whatever you say to yourself, insert your own situation there. It's not worth that, but it is worth of like, okay, either I need to go outside and I need to clean out the trash or next time I'm in the car, like I need to make a point to rectify the situation if I want to continue to kind of mold this into a habit. And I think life is a lot more about, you know, day by day forming positive habits, keeping it, you know, picking a couple things that, okay, those are your priorities right now to work on. You know, a big priority of mine, this podcast. Sit down and do it every week. Even if you don't know what topic you're gonna do, just do it, just try. Because it's something I care about. And even if I don't care about it on that particular day, I'm going to be really disappointed in myself if I don't get something out there. So I keep it as a priority in the forefront of my mind. On Tuesdays, I write on my calendar, podcast day. And it just it's, it's a non-negotiable at this point unless I'm sick or there's an emergency. And, and then I have a couple other projects like that. So if we're looking, especially like with intuitive eating and, and the way that we're speaking to ourselves, they, this squirrel, oh my gosh, this darn squirrel is just running around the backyard. It is hell-bent on upsetting the dogs. I can see it. I can see them looking at each other. I'm sorry. I oh, I don't even know what to do about it. This squirrel is gigantic. It looks like a tiny dog. Um, but yeah, but when it comes to intuitive eating and, and our the way we speak to ourselves about food, I think is one of the areas that oftentimes we're the meanest to ourselves. And if we want to reshape those habits into something that we feel better about, 
shaming ourselves to get there is really ineffective. It just doesn't really work. Because you're never going to be able to like completely like overnight change your behavior. It's about taking every day to form a habit. And so I think one of the most important ways to do that is to prioritize it. To say, okay, every time I over, like I eat past the point of fullness, I feel really bad about myself. How can I give myself grace next time that happens? Like prep yourself. Okay, if you really think that's, that's going to happen, if you can't change that behavior right away, you can start changing how you respond to that behavior. So saying, okay, next time I eat too much because maybe it's really yummy and I'm not listening to my fullness cues. Here's what I'm going to say to myself. Wow, Lizzie, looks like you ate too much and you feel really uncomfortable. Your stomach is hurting and you wish, I wish I would have stopped eating three bites ago. That's really frustrating, but you know what? We're going to move on. It's okay. You're not a bad person. It's okay. And then the next time you keep doing that. And then once you kind of have that positive relationship, there's no shame about it. Maybe next time it's going to be easier to be like, oh, you know what? I know every time that I eat these three extra bites that, that I'm too full for, I don't feel very good. And you know what? I really don't want my stomach to hurt today. So I'm just going to wait. So then it's not a moral issue. It's not about whether you're a good person or a bad person for continuing to eat or stopping eating. You're saying, wow, I don't want the physical consequence of this decision. And I think something that has also really helped me kind of absorb that is parenting, honestly, is because I have started to learn with my kids that as often as I can, if as often as I can be the one not giving the consequence, if it can be a natural consequence that the world is giving them, they are much more likely to respond to it. And, and that's, again, I think last week it was, I was talking about, maybe it was, yeah, yeah, maybe it was the week before. I don't know. I know I've talked a lot about how I let my kids fall down. I do. Um, and like my daughter, she's so funny. In our backyard, we have a few um, kind of staircases to get to different parts of the yard. And I have learned about her is if it is dry, she will run the staircases. She will. But if it's wet, if the, if the, um, if the deck is wet, she goes so slow down them. I'll watch her. She'll go one foot. She'll stop. She'll do the next foot and she'll stop. She's so careful. Now I have never not, well, if it's not actively raining, but it's wet, I let them go outside and I, and I've never like made them walk. I don't tell them, Hey, you have to walk. It's really slippery. They just figured it out. They learn. Oh, the deck is wet. I fall on my butt. I fall on my face. Like they know I'm going to fall down. And so it's not, Oh, mama's making all these rules and I have to follow them because especially with one of my daughters, if I make a rule, like she wants to break it just because it's me. Like just because I'm, I'm, like a force kind of against her, how she is, how she feels. So she wants to push that boundary. And so if I don't have to be the one creating the boundary, she's a lot more likely to respect it because it's just, it's just a boundary that exists. And that's the same way with, you know, eating, eating past the point of being full when it's not this like social pressure of like, oh, well, I ate too much. So now I'm getting even fatter or, or whatever it is that we say you know, that society kind of projects to us, that's been ingrained in us when it's, wow, 
my stomach really hurts when I do that. And I don't feel like having a stomach ache today. I think it starts to get easier. And you can take that principle and you can apply it to whatever situation in your life you're really struggling with whatever that looks like. Maybe it's your relationships. Maybe it's, you know, your friendships or whatever. Any area that's causing you this distress and this shame and all this negative talk, like take a deep breath and prioritize what you want to work on. You can't conquer all these thoughts at once. Of course not. You know, I've come so far with my, with my self-talk when it comes to food and with my body, but you know what? As a mom, I have so much negative self-talk. It is so hard for me not to talk down to myself as a mother or, you know, when, when my kid does get hurt because, because I did let them go outside and do something and, and maybe they slipped or fell and they are crying. And I question myself, am I, am I really doing the right thing here? And then they stop and they're fine and we move on and they're, they're fine and they're happy and they learn and, you know, or like I forgot to grab a warm enough coat when we went to the store and now they're a little chilly walking inside. I feel like such a bad mom. How could I have forgotten that? Or, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. There's a million and one ways to shame yourself as a mom. And that's something I really struggle with. And that's something I have to work on. And that's an area I want to work on. I want to speak more kindly to myself. And I deserve that. I deserve to be spoken to with respect and kindness, not just from, not an I don't deserve to be spoken to with kindness by the world at large, but the people in my life, I expect them to speak respectfully and somewhat kindly to me. And I need to expect that for myself too, because I'm worth that. And so are you. Everyone is worth respect. They just are for the most part. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're worth respect. You are worth being kind to yourself. You are not worth the ickiest thoughts that you tell yourself. Um, This is a really long-winded rant to say the same thing over and over again. Um, But I think it's important and I think it's worth stopping and thinking about and sitting with that thought. Sometimes I think just sitting quietly is really, really hard in our world with how busy we are, with technology, with kids, with animals, with everything. I mean, think about the last time you just sat down quietly in, in your room, on your bed, on your couch, in a bath, in a park, wherever. No music, no headphones, no phone. Just sat with your thoughts alone. And to take a minute just to take that inventory and say, hold on, how am I feeling about myself today? Am I feeling good? Am I not feeling good? Why is that? What's going on here? Or like, here's another like weird, not weird, it's not weird, but it's kind of something I've started to do recently is maybe pick two really nice things about yourself and tell yourself, hey, I did a really good job today getting, I, I still, even though I'm growing up, I call them my chores. I get my chores done every day. I, I guess housework, whatever. If I do a really good job, and I kick them out right at, right at the beginning of the day, which is always my goal. I want to compliment myself for that. Dang, Lizzie, good job. You should feel good. That was productive. And you're like, hey, you know, you are really beautiful. And I love the way my eyes look today. I think they're really gorgeous. Or whatever. Fill in the blank. Whatever makes you feel good about yourself. Like, another thing I work on is my, um, it's not calligraphy, I think it's widely known as hand lettering. My wife got me this really fun book um, of hand lettering. 
And I've been trying to practice every single day. And of course, it doesn't happen every single day, but as much as I can, I try to practice at least some amount of the day. And I'm getting better. I mean, it's been a month now and I see improvement and I feel so good about it. And when I do a really good job and I take my time, I want to compliment that. And I want to compliment myself for sticking with it, for picking a project, going at it, and sticking with it. Those are my goals. I hope you have goals of your own. I hope that you are working to stick with them. I hope that you are working to feel good about yourself, to feel better about yourself, to free yourself from the societal pressures of being a good enough whatever and being small enough or curvy enough or anything enough. I hope that you are working towards a place of freedom. I hope that you work on being nice to yourself. Just be nice. It's so hard and it's so simple, but just try to be nicer to yourself because you deserve it. All right, everybody, another long-winded rant for you. (laughs) That is all I have to say on the topic. But truly and honestly, I hope that you work on loving yourself just a little bit more today. And if you can't love yourself, at least try to give yourself a little bit more grace than you did yesterday because you do deserve it. And you deserve to not be okay if you're not okay. And you deserve to be the happiest person in the whole entire world if that's how you feel today. And you're valid. You're worth it. You are so wonderful and so important. And I hope you have a beautiful week. And I will... Be here again next week. Hopefully I can pre-record so it goes up first thing on Tuesday morning, but I just don't know if that's going to happen. But okay, that's it. Goodbye. Have a great week.